comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode is haunted by the ghost of Winston Zettermore. So listen, yeah, to this, to this. Okay, I hope it's a better delivery than I just had. Did you guys right. hear the audio glitch that I just heard? Yeah. It okay, really, he said something about an audio it, glitch. It threw my it threw my wheels off. You heard me halt uh, and and be very unconvincing in my delivery there. So do you want to? So I do the liner. The liner do you want to just say the liner just, right just now? Just fire the music back up and and yeah, nah, we'll just I'm not that interested. Let's in go. Let's go. HHW 2.0. I'm not that interested in fixing no. it. You want me to just say the liner then? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. You ready, everybody? Okay. In three, two. Everybody knows the one is silent. Tonight's episode. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> All right. One We're more like, time. All right. Okay. No, for real this time. Okay. All right. Three, two. Tonight's I'm episode. I'm not going to interrupt you this okay, time. Thank you. I good. promise. That's good. All right. Very professional. No, that's no like I'm going to turn my back. You know, so it just. So look, I'm not looking at you. We have always. This is how professional I am. We have always bled professionalism. That's one of our hallmarks. That's one of the reasons why we have billions of listeners. Have I already told you about the toenail I have? Yeah. That's kind of more yellow than the rest of them. <laughs> really? Now is it, is, it, is it kind of extra curled up or is it? Here's flat? the deal. Here's the deal. Yeah. I was clipping my toes the other day okay. and it just fell off. No. No. I thought you were going to tell me it was sore. No. It yeah. kind of was. Well, I mean, I had, to, I had to pull out a little bit, but. Yeah. Just, just okay. Right let's off. do the liner. Oh. Okay. Right, are we ready? Eyes closed. Okay. Liner in three, two. Where's the. No, no music? Could I have. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Three, two, one. Shouldn't have said the one. Sorry about that. Tonight's episode is haunted by the ghost of Winston Zettimore. Thank you. Thank you. That was good. Thank you. And that was good. Scene. Let's see. We are only episode three minutes into the show. That's it. Forty-six. Okay, but we're we're contractually obligated to deliver thirty minutes of wasting your time, and so we've only pulled off a tenth of that so far. So it's a good thing we have a lot of topics. Well, I have a topic. <laughs> so, guys, I am hot out of hot out Ooh. of the movie theater yeah. from seeing Ooh. seeing Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. Piping hot, piping fresh hot, fresh from the oven. It is Friday. Yeah. I went into movie at four thirty and wow. got out uh, just after six thirty, and then came straight to here. Can I take yeah! a moment? I want to take a moment to applaud your dedication to the craft. Thank you. Thank now, you. I'm sure you guys are all uh, curious about my thoughts on it. Because we, as a professional oh, man, podcasting, I cannot wait. 
podcasting personality, I have credentials. Well, Frank, some type. Frank, and he's also a Yelp reviewer, so you know, yes. he's serious. Um, we have not. Get, we we didn't do any shop talk, uh, no table talk no. before we started the episode. Frank None. is holding out on us. He will not tell us how many reverse slimers he gives this movie. Right. So, so first, we're all now finding I out can together. Give you, so I it's, can, it's okay, really Bill, like, okay, Bill, it, it okay, is, Bill. It's like a family, okay, Bill. You know, okay. <laughs> families now. Families don't always agree. I can give you a spoiler-free review, or I can give you a spoiler-full review. A spoiler-rich review. Okay. Brad? I'm going to see it, so spoiler-free, please. Spoiler-free. Uh, see, I'm going to see it, but I don't care about spoilers, okay. so, so I guess I guess we have our vote. Yeah, Give us one free. spoiler. I abstain, okay. and Brad uh, actually voted, okay. so there you go. One spoiler. Well, uh, hang on a second. Does Bill Murray die in this movie, too? One moment. Hang on. What are we doing? Well, you do that. If you're, I, if I you're will say for the Star this. Star Trek music, this is not the right episode. For Spoiler that. alert. There ah, go. thank you. Good. So. That actually surprised me. Uh, Bill Murray does die in this movie. Oh, my goodness. You're going to pick that as yes. the spoiler? Yes. I don't believe you. Okay. The second thing, and this isn't a spoiler, guys, but you have to stay till the very end. I mean, after oh the credits. Goodness. There is a post-credit scene which opens the door <clears throat> wide open to a sequel. Is Kate McKinnon uh, in, the, in the, the scene at the very end? Yeah. They're all, yeah, they're all in that final scene. She has a... I have decided uh-huh. that I am going to be a lesbian. <laughs> Brad, okay. I got news for you. Technically, right. you are. I mean, that's one way to do it. <laughs> Technically? I mean, hey, we all like the latest. That's right. I so like that, that's Kate half of being... I like Kate McKinnon enough mm-hmm. to become a lesbian. You'd make that sacrifice? I would. All right. I mean, the uh, she's basically... She's like Thomas Dolby's sister. You've seen that bit on Saturday Night Live yeah. where she is if the lady who seen... got abducted by aliens? Yes. Hang, on, hang on a second. Oh, my if, gosh. If anybody's actually seen... The video for Thomas Dolby, She Blinded Me with Science, he'd get that joke and you'd be laughing right now. Well, I've seen the video. Have you, Brad? Yes, I have. Have you seen it this morning like I did? No. Well, well, I did. So. Science! That's right. So, okay. The, so, your spoiler is that Bill Murray dies? Yes. Dun, okay. Dun, dun, dun. okay. I'm going to see it anyway. Yeah, I know you are because that's a, that's a tiny, tiny part of it and you can see it coming a mile away. It's a wee part. Now, uh, let me say this. Kate, second best thing in the movie. Really? Yeah. First best, Chris Helmsworth. Really? I've heard such. Steals the movie. I've heard such. Yeah. He steals the movie. Uh, I cannot recommend this movie highly. And I was going into this movie. highly or highly enough? No, highly. I I cannot. Ah, okay, okay. Can you recommend it? Yes. At all? I can recommend it. I liked the movie. Science! But I did not love the movie. Science! I, you know, uh, my trivia team name is Science. Nice! And whenever they call us, you know, like, um, if the category is Science, then we'll say, Science! <laughs> or if they'll say, in third place, with 23 points, is Science. Science! science! It's pretty fun. <laughs> okay. So I always forget you have your face on the back of your phone oh, case yeah. until you hold it up and I see it and it makes me giggle case. all over So if again. I do this, you probably just see my face if I'm holding it up correctly. You're really working on your ventriloquism. St- ventriloquism. <laughs> ventriloquism? Oh, you nailed it. Is that right? Quism? It. Why does Quism? that sound Ventriloquism. weird? Ventriloquism. Ventriloquism. 
yeah. skills. It just sounds weird. You know, isn't it weird to think that some? I'm sure somewhere in the United States, when they have to put down their yeah. their what they do for a living, their taxes. I guess ventriloquism, ventriloquism. is actually yeah. or ventriloquist. That's now I, I can tell you what it is. Uh, Brad said the word ventriloquism for about twelve straight minutes uh, before you showed up, Frank. So it's probably <laughs> one of those things where you know you say almost any word over and over again, it starts sounding weird. I tortilla. Mean, any, almost I did word. that with tortilla a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Pretty weird after Dude. about the 18th oh, yeah. time. Try cherry, eyeball, and grunties. <laughs> Say any of those three words over and over again for 12 minutes exactly, and then it'll seem really weird to you. Now, Brad, Sigourney Weaver is in this movie. Yeah, I know. Does she look good uh, for she, an old lady? She, um, I like me some Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, you know, she, she, was, she is a mature woman of her I age. like me some Sigourney I thought Weaver. she was eaten by demons at the end of the documentary <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> the events happen in real time. In real, it's a documentary yeah. filmed in real time. Yeah. But uh, Brad, she is. You know, this. It's like Lisa Loeb. Uh, the Highlander was a documentary, <laughs> and the events happened in real time. I like Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. So I, I don't think you'll be up, upset. I heard uh, that all the original question. cast has cameos, yes. but not as the characters they were in the original no, cast. That's they do not. strange to me. They are in the movie. Bill Murray is in the movie. Until uh, he gets killed. Until he dies. Right. But you don't know how zombies. he dies, Brad. Thank freaking zombies. Maybe it's dying in another timeline. Anyway, okay. so let, 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 me get, let me get on with the plot. Spoiler-free plot. So stuff. it could be the ultimate universe, Bill Murray, then. So just plot him if okay. you got him. All right. Okay. So the plot, hey, I'm going to say, is strong. In this. It oh. has a very strong plot. The plot is strong with this one? Yes, yes. with this movie. Uh, where I struggled was, was, was the two leads, Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wig, Kristen Wig, yeah. Oh, don't tell me. And, well, and here's why: it's not their acting ability; it is more the characters that they played. Aww. They, they. It's almost like like the the movie was made as a vehicle for them to just kind of do your thing, go and just and just be funny. I think that's where it struggles a little hmm. bit. Interesting. Okay. From a script standpoint, there are some funny ha-has. Unfortunately, those two had. Some of the least funny lines in the movie. Interesting. Yeah. Because we, we saw a movie, uh, I saw a movie just a few weeks ago, uh, took our, our, our mutual friend John to the Dollar Theater, and we finally saw Keanu. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about a movie that's just a, a vehicle for two buddies just kind of horsed around just having a conversation for 90 minutes, and it's hilarious the entire way through, that would be Keanu. So the Key and Peele guys. The uh, the director for this movie, Paul Feig. Paul Feig. He has a really good track record. And this movie, if you're familiar with any of his other movies, right. like Brad's made, like Spy, mm-hmm. um, follows his his writing style and his paces. So the jokes are very dry, funny, uh, kind of quippy a little bit. I heard more than one uh, pundit say that uh, that Paul Feig's humor uh, does not lend itself in any way to making a good trailer. Hmm. And I thought, okay. I mean, I've you know, I, I've been. Uh, I guess I could. I guess I've I could been neither thumbs up nor thumbs down on the trailers. I mean, they mm-hmm. have not excited me for the project. They've not scared me off it either. I've been pretty neutral. Now, Paul Feig has actually responded to a few of my tweets. Yeah. Uh, where, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Where I have like said, I'm excited about this movie. I'm just going to wait and see it before I make my judgment. Okay. So my judgment is, it is incredibly okay. With the two caveats that <laughs> Melissa and Here's Kristen... Here's a little bit of a name dropper. <laughs> <laughs> they, I struggle with them 
a little bit. It's not a terrible movie, but it is not the great movie I wanted. It's not it Ghostbusters, oh, but it's got Ghostbusters. So in the end, isn't that what matters? So uh, if you're a Ghostbusters fan, heck, go out and see it. Bill yeah, Murray. If you got nothing better to do this weekend, heck, go see it. Bill Murray praised it. He said it was as as good as it was because of the girls in it. God, yeah. I just I, I have to disagree with that. I love Leslie Jones, but I heard that she's nothing but just a stereotypical black character. She doesn't she doesn't carry a lot of weight. Yeah, she has a couple of like uh, yeah, I guess that, that that would describe her well. So do they do they marginalize her like they marginalized Ernie uh, Hudson in the, in the no. original Ghostbusters? Yes and no. She is <laughs> wow. marginalized, but not to the extent of Ernie Hudson okay. because she's the streetwise Black chick that knows the streets of New York. I, you got you've seen it in the trailer. You guys know all this sciencey stuff, but I know you. Does she punch a ghost? No, but Melissa Car- McCarthy does. Oh, okay. Now uh, on the flip side, of this their tech, very cool. Classic. Was there a line about tech? don't cross in the streams? No. Oh, that's too bad. That's a missed opportunity, if you uh, ask me. They had one other missed opportunity, too. But they do have new Ghostbuster tech in mm-hmm. it, and it's a lot of fun, and it's inventive. And, um, you know, I, I really just wanted to love this movie so much, and the best I can say is that I liked it. You know what? I'm probably going to love it, because mm-hmm. he just kind of yeah. was like, I hope eh. you so, do. Well, I, I wanted to love it. I mean, I didn't go in there. I, I wasn't one of these guys who was just like, oh, that's stupid because it's chicks. <laughs> Which I heard, I heard several times today when I told people I was going to see this movie. Uh, it was really? while I was it was it was while I was playing Pokemon Go at work, uh, of which course. is a thing now. Everyone plays Pokemon Go. So is is the is so the, while uh, I was in the, the restroom riddled with Pokemon. <laughs> I was actually in the restroom playing Pokemon with another guy. Oh no! <laughs> is that a True euphemism story. for something? Oh, yeah. No. And uh, and I was Please telling tell me him meant to be taken literally. <laughs> I told him I was going to see Ghostbusters, and uh, he was like, oh, why'd they have to put all those chicks in it and stuff? Like, dude, just like, what, whatever. What do you want? Just who cares if it's all chicks or all guys yeah. or all all people who are Or two guys and two girls or, or three guys and cares? one girl. Or you know, one, the, one girl and three guys. No, wait, four guys and no girls. I mean, I, I guess the, the well, issue is. Well, that's the original that, then. I guess the issue is that, uh, you know, someone like that at their most. Elegant might complain that it's uh, it's not um, um, it's not a, a merit it's not meritorious you know the way they selected the uh, the actors for the movie they decided we want all female cast let's get the best four you know ladies we can find I mean um, as opposed to just saying let's find the four best actors regardless of sex race creed or color you know. uh, all, all I wanted is that for for those two characters, they just need to be developed a little bit more, and they needed to give them some personality because really, <laughs> really, Aww. it came down to two friends who had a falling out but had to build their relationship back together again. Oh, God, please don't tell me they spend twenty five minutes in the middle of the movie not being friends anymore, and then they have to rediscover their friendship at the end of the movie. And time well, stuff, I guy. mean that's how it. That, I mean that's actually how it starts, and then they have to. Oh, okay, up, so. okay, all right, all right. Anyway, so Bill Murray dies. That's my spoiler. Son of a gun. Okay. So when do you plan to see it? Well, the other uh, the other spoiler is the uh, uh, sometime next week, I think. From okay. Someone that hasn't seen the movie is maybe uh, one of the most famous lines in uh, movie history uh, was changed. Which was? Um, I ain't afraid of no ghost. No, it's it's true. This man has no Richard. <laughs> Apparently that that line was changed to something extremely innocuous and uh, not altogether uh, is is uh, is witty. It's charged with humor. 
is not okay. live. So that was my uh, so that was my Ghostbuster on the spot review. Do we have like some type of like news sweepy music Ooh, where that would be great? Like a news sting where I can uh, tell me when you're going to play it, and then I'll 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 say the words and then hit the sting. All right, let I'll me s- uh, let me okay. call it up first. Okay, Stand hold on. By. Okay. So I mean, this could be this could be in seg- a segment on the spot film reviews. Nice. And then whatever the the music is, but I have to say it with authority. Ooh. Uh, while we're waiting on this, I went to a Bastille Day uh, festivity yesterday yes. in Dallas, and it was very delightful. Uh, they they were selling crepes, but it's the middle of summer. I don't know how people were eating the crepes. What was that sound I used to have? Dude, we were... Um, yeah, what's something like that. What was the name of that show? Current... Current Affair. Current Affair. Current Affair. Um, That's we what were, we need. We were in... Uh, uh, myself and a couple of pallies were in Breckenridge about mm-hmm. uh, five, six weeks ago. Um and uh, there was a storefront in Breckenridge, beautiful, scenic, cool Breckenridge, um, that it was a crepes place. That's what they did. Hmm. And you walked up in the yard, and it was like an old converted house, but you didn't actually go in the house. You just walked up to the front yard, and they had like they had like the little like the little funnel cake, you know, cooking thing, right. You know, out front in the yard, and this big old handmade sign just said crepes, and people all over the place. Unfortunately, we had already had like two dinners at that point. <laughs> yeah, double and dinners. There was, there was we were going to go full on Mr. Creosote if we had even one thin wafer of a crepe. So we had to bypass the thing. To this day, it makes me sad. I've done double lunch, but you do double double dinner. We did double dinner, kind of. I can't do double dinner because that's close to bedtime. Well, what we did was we went to this one. Uh, it I was, got it. It was kind of a bistro, okay. kind of okay, a hold wine on, bar. Hold on. Okay. okay, and that's your on the spot review. <laughs> Dang, that's good. That is so professional. That's like the theme of this episode is, hey, how professional are we? Wait, I'm going to do it again. Let me do it again. Okay. And that, you're on the spot film review. The man. I got goosebumps <laughs> over here, man. I don't know about you guys. Wow. This is like a turning point. This, this, this is real. So we need to see a movie before... Every show, so we can do that. That's a good idea. Change the format. Okay. So, Brad, you had something you wanted to share this week. Coming up August the 7th. Oh. For those of listeners that don't know um, anymore, my uh, current job is that I'm the audio, visual, technical guy, operations guy at the Hearst Conference Center in Hearst, Texas. It's the first job I've enjoyed for 10 years. Full-time job. And uh, I'm the head AV guy there. So my buddy, Chris, who's my boss and the general manager. Speaking of name dropping. Whom I've known since the third grade, which is kind of cool that I get to work with one of my buddies. I work with Chris. He's the manager. He's a little bit of a name dropper. Uh, anyway, Chris and I, um, <laughs> your friend, Chris. have uh, started—not uh, started. We have been gotten back into vinyl <laughs> records for a while now. Oh, all of my autographs from Chris are free. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, last year Chris goes, "We've got this building and all this room, and Dallas doesn't have a record show anymore. I want to do a record show." Yeah, nice. So yeah, we started. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DFWRecordShow.com. Fantastic. We are 
August the 7th in Hearst, Texas at the Hearst Conference Center. We're putting on um, the first annual, maybe, what's twice a year? Is that bi? Pi, biannual. Bi, bi, or is no. it semi-annual? Let's see. So I think semi-annual bi. is two. Semi? Well, biannual I think is... God semi, dang it. I think... Stupid English. Yeah, this this has always confused me. Right. I, I'm, I'm with you. Hey, hello, Google. What What did... How do you say twice a year? Don't just spin your wheels. Biannual. Working. I think that's... Working. Semi-annually. Okay, so let's I see. I think it's... Anyway, it's the first of hopefully many DFW record shows. Yeah. We have... Several dealers lined up <clears throat> to Very come good. and bring all their their records. Nice. I and, mean, do you um, have like like the 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 big players in the metro area, kind of, or we have s- s- biannual happening twice a year or happening every two years. It doesn't even oh, know. That's so, so you see, uncool. it's like bi monthly. What does bi monthly mean? Does that mean every two months or twice a month? Well, according right. to that, it means both. That's just laziness. Hey, English, get your act together. Exactly. Well, now I know. Anyways, I only get paid um, we've six got times several dealers coming from around town. Uh, we've got some coming from East Texas. We've got some coming from South Texas. Okay. Uh, and I'm really excited and about are these, it. Are these literally purveyors of record stores? Yeah. Bringing well, their wares to Sometimes share, it's or? record stores, and sometimes it's just guys who've got huge collections, and okay. this is what they do for a living. They buy and sell records from they buy okay. collections nice. from people, and then they go to conventions and they sell them. Oh, okay, I mean, so it's like you'd sell any other commodity at a convention. Okay, yeah. So let me ask you: uh, you know, vinyl definitely has been growing mm-hmm. o- over the years uh, tremendously to where it's 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 almost it's almost commonplace now. I guess you I could say. don't buy CDs anymore. Okay, you just buy. I'll vinyl. buy vinyl. Okay, more okay. often than not. Vinyl records will come with download codes to download the MP3 versions of right. them. Not all of them do. Yeah. But um, now, how do you avoid paying thirty dollars for a record, or do you? Do you I, avoid? I that? have a I have a price limit. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, I'll if <laughs> it's if it's something like I get Amazon. Okay. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or or a uh, Soundstage Direct. Is also another website or deepdiscount.com. They also, I mean, okay. all of them, but I get a lot of my records from Amazon. Okay. And um, I'm not such a vinyl snob that I have to have a first pressing of something. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. for instance, I bought a reissue of Run DMC's Raisin Hell. Sounds you good. You know, with Walk This Way, It's Tricky, yeah. My Adidas, oh, yeah. you know, all that good stuff. I bought it from Amazon the other day for like 15 bucks. Okay. Okay. So I'm not a snob, that much of a snob, but. I like being involved in my music. Mm-hmm. You know, there's to me there's something fun and and touchable. No, I'm yeah, with you. you can touch a CD and you can place it in the tray and yeah. but I don't know how to explain it other than sometimes when I'm walking across my apartment and I can hear the record kind of vibrate a little bit, you know, yeah. not necessarily skip but no, I know what you're talking about. There's just something tangible, there's something real about. It's like it's like is there some kind of phone going That's, off in yeah, here? Yeah, it's because a phone I've, in the daughter's bedroom. Okay. I've got the ringer turned off to uh, okay. the main one. I heard that earlier so could, when you were gone. But, so could that yeah. be your family? <laughs> uh, they know to call They know okay. to call my real phone. It, Anyways, we're very excited. It's coming up August 7th on Sunday. And uh, I'm not sure when this episode will air, but it'll air before that. 
So uh, what is on your uh, record bucket list? Do you have something that you haven't been able to find? I'm, also, I'm always looking for old records by The Cure. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I've, I've, they're starting to re-release a bunch of them, mm-hmm. but uh, I always look for those. Now, um, And old Prince records, even though I've got most of the ones that have been released. And since his death, they've started uh, scheduling re-releases of all his stuff on vinyl. Right. So okay. I've pre-ordered a bunch of that. Now, are these remixed, remastered, they're, re- they, they may be. They may be remastered a little bit. Okay. Some of them... Because it's like, does the new $25 album sound better than the original uh, $6.99 album you bought back in 1986 or whatever? Well, I think think some of the represses sound better, yes. Okay. And, um, you know, you hear... If if you're buying records, you hear a lot about audiophile quality... Right. uh, Pressings like... um, the 180 one, gram see, the pressing one, the one thing that gets as opposed me is, to is the 180 gram pressing because that's that's essentially a marketing gimmick. I don't know if it because, is or not because because it's nice to have a thicker album. It's a thicker record. You do get you get albums you know back in the day. I think there that may be just, some. They were floppy. I mean, they were I think so there skinny. may be some actual resonance in that thicker. Yeah. In that thicker. Um, I don't have to have a 180 gram. The Run DMC I bought was 180 gram. Okay. I just, but, I, I've just, I've heard from more than one source that there's nothing intrinsically, you know, automatically better about 180 gram. You know, it can still have the same, you know, it still has the same waveform printed onto it. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of it is, you know, are are they giving you any kind of added value for the new? Uh, the, I don't the know. New and price. You know? Well, they don't necessarily cost more. Okay. Also, I mean. You can like I bought brand new releases recently, and they were just like old, flimsy. Okay. Same thickness that they always used to be. Yeah, because they sound fine. I, I think, think the last last couple of CDs I bought were at uh, concerts. I mean, I bought, you know, I'm trying to help the bands out a little sure. bit by buying some merch. Um, uh, but I, I've recently. Uh, I, I wish I could enjoy my uh, record experience, but I know that that my system. While Byzantine is really bastardized, it's not a pure listening experience. Mm-hmm. Like a, a friend of mine, uh, Pat, he's got he's got preamps and a well, Mac, mine's the Mac, same. He's got a Macintosh and preamps. Mine's and, like and, yours, and, you know this and that. Mine, so, mine is I, I got a new uh, uh, I got a new receiver a couple of years ago because I needed a, a digital receiver to go with my new digital TV. And I didn't realize till like three, four months after I bought it because I didn't have the the uh, turntable in my system back then. I was trying to minimize the space, um, but I didn't realize it didn't have a phono, you know, uh, preamp mm-hmm. or a phono input period. And so what I had to do is I had to pull my old receiver out of mothballs, and I have to run the <laughs> I have to run my freaking turntable into the old receiver run that into an analog to digital converter and mm-hmm. then run that into the new receiver then and only then do i get to hear it and so i'm i'm really constrained by the quality and the power of the uh, the phono amp that's in the old receiver and so honestly after making that that all those that that the huge path that has to travel to get to my speakers it sounds okay but it's not that rich yeah. that rich velvety record experience you expect and so mm-hmm. i enjoy listening to it but i don't find myself going out of my way to put on a record so I recently was watching this YouTube channel where this guy talks about old audio technology, especially from the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And he brought up something called DBX. Have you ever heard of this? Yeah. So it's audio, it's analog compression in an LP. And 
and unfortunately, he never got major record labels to sign on to it. There's only like maybe 200 albums that you would consider hits that uh, by major artists, but the rest were, was like beautiful music. But it's this incredible technology that it looks like an LP. It's the same size as an LP, but you have to play it on this special turntable. And the dynamic range compared from an LP to this DBX mm-hmm. LP was amazing. You could hear it over, you know, he goes, I know I'm using a camera mic for this, but just listen. And he played one with and one without, one DBX, one LP. And it was like amazing. Hmm. And he was talking about this technology, and it never really took off. They, He suspects it had to do with the licensing fee that they had to do with this. I'm sure that okay. had something to do with it. But And the neat thing about it, or, or the weird thing about it, is that these LPs, if you played them on a regular uh, uh, LP player, these DBX disc. They sounded terrible. Really? But you put them on the special one, and it's just like hmm. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. It's uh, you need a special turntable for it, but it's just it's DBX. And uh, you know what? I'll send you the video that this guy does on it. It's like a okay. 10-minute thing. So fascinating. Yeah, I'd like to watch it. Okay. Uh, so when are those dates again, Brad? It's August the 7th in Hearst, Texas. At the Hearst Conference Center, you can go to dfwrecordshow.com to look at the website that I built. You built it. Yeah, but I used, you know, something called Squarespace. Yeah, so they I've have like pre pre programmed templates. Right. But I tweaked it. I made it my own. Yeah. It's not like I know HTML, but I know enough around a computer that did I you, could. Did you put a rotating GIF where it says email us of like a no. mailbox with a, a little like a little you know, letter going up and no. then the little flag going up and down? I'm and so lame. You know, I've had uh, buildavoice.net has been my domain yeah. for years now. And I've never once even considered doing this. I, I've, I've actually, once or twice, I've gone to like Wix and looked at templates. Yeah. And then I, I just, I can't decide whether I want, you know, what what I want to do with the site. So I end up, again, seeing something shining and distracted. You. Now, Bill, what is a year later. What do you have for us? How much time have we got? We have one minute. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Actually, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to go gonna, ahead. I'm going to do this thing. No, gonna, I'm going to add some time. I'm going to add a minute. You have nice. two minutes. Okay. So um, I, I made the marginalized comment about uh, the, the the lovely uh, actress in the new Ghostbusters movie because uh-huh. I just read this uh, article. I guess it came out on the 14th. So just a couple days ago, uh, record time wise about um, uh, how Ghostbusters marginalized uh, the original character of uh, Winston Zeddemore, of course, you know, played by Ernie Hudson, mm-hmm. how he was originally, um, you know, originally Aykroyd wrote the movie for himself and Belushi. And uh, then they I didn't brought know in, that. Yeah. Uh, then Belushi died. So that ended up uh, crapping out. Then, Jerk. They up, then they ended up bringing in Harold Ramis to, uh, to direct it. He mm-hmm. got into the writing process with Aykroyd. They changed the story around greatly. Um, brought in Bill Murray, and all of a sudden, uh, one of the characters that was going to be you know was going to be one of the main guys in the movie, Winston Zeddemore, had originally been um, his background. Originally, was he had he had been in the military for five years, Air Force police captain. Um, he designed electronic barrier systems for sentry alarms. Ended up as vice president of tactics and training um, at uh, Sentry Alarms Pack you know, headquarters. Fifteenth degree black belt and a qualified award winning weapons handler. Um, in addition, it was he who was originally slimed by Slimer in the movie, not Bill Murray. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, basically, but, but, but when they before you go on, all right, the, the, that Dan Aykroyd treatment. My time, by I the know. way. So I'll, I'll give you ten seconds. Okay. Uh, 
Dan Aykroyd, originally in the story, the Ghostbusters were actually uh, space-bound, and they were traveling. Yes. They were they were fighting ghosts out in space. That was the original it's treatment. Dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I agreed. Continue. Well, it says here, uh, Aykroyd, uh, his first idea was uh, involving ghost smashers, not ghost busters, and they traveled through time and other dimensions. But they said at the time that the movie uh, may have cost up to $200 million in 1984, the movie ended up getting produced for thirty. It so only they, cost thirty million. Yeah, but in nineteen eighty four dollars, that's still you know that's a lot bigger than it's today. It's over thirty years ago, clearly. Um, anyway, I just I just thought it was interesting that uh, that basically most of the importance of the character that uh, uh, that Bill Murray got was at Ernie Hudson's expense, and um, uh, even Ernie Hudson, he said basically he showed up. You know, on the first day of shooting, and they gave him the new script, and he went, "What is going on here?" Wow. Because the whole the whole time he'd been involved in the pre production, you know, he had this major, you know, major role, and um, yeah. So um, you know, Peter Vink- Hudson. So Peter Vinkman ended up being greater than uh, poor Winston uh, Zeddemore. I mean, well, yeah. I, I would I say mean, you know, think about it. You know, black yeah. guy scientist. I'm right. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Oh no. Somebody's going to get an email. <laughs> I only wanted to use that drop. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. look at that. What's the dude that demoted plant Pluto as a planet? He's a black guy. What? Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah. Uh-huh. But you know that you know we, Wait, he we wrote already... a great book about why Pluto's not a planet. But you oh, do realize Okay, that... I I thought you I thought you said that Pluto was a black guy and he got demoted. <laughs> no, that's, that's what I thought the, I heard. It's the god of the underworld. He clearly is a white guy. Have you not read the uh, the mythology? Um, I've seen the images. Uh, I read a book. I've read books. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> reading. Whatever. <laughs> everyone knows reading is for everybody, stupid people. Everyone knows your phone can read it for you. Why do you need to read these days? Okay, you've been listening to a half hour wasted proud member of the HHW LOD podcast network. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at halfhourwasted. Leave us or any of the HHW LOD shows a voicemail at 972-798-3830. Until next week, I'm Frank. Hi. I'm Brad. And we'll oh, see I was you next to say I'm Bill. And we'll see you next time you on try that Half again? Hour Once Wasted. Back, back you up about a minute. Let's Bill. get a running start at it. One chance. Okay.